Presenting. Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Yes, ma'am. Yes, here we are. What's up, Pamela? Pamela, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Oh, good. All right, so look, this is, and you guys know Jamin. He's like one of our regulars, and I'm going to just read what he described as himself and what he plans to do for the show today. I'm no guru or expert, all right, but I believe in the power of using conversation as a conscious practice. I help people experience themselves in a new way and to ride the wave of positive momentum. Oh, so important. We achieve this by using conversation as a focusing tool. Oh, I want, I want an explanation for that. It's going to be cool. With each word we speak, we can create a new reality or perpetuate an old one. Well, for sure, that's okay. But otherwise, yeah, you're right, though. Words are, you know, we have to have thoughts to create words and thoughts to create realities. Anyway, with each question asked, we expand into greater knowledge. Every moment blossoms with potential. Positive changes start when we consciously cultivate the conversations we have with ourselves and with others. So on this episode, Jamin says he's going to force, uh, like to focus on using conversations to help us better understand our own despair. And it looks like we might be given a free 45-minute session to a, a listener. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Take it away, Damon. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Elisa. And uh, Pamela, thank you. And just thank you, Eric. And thank you, everyone, for holding space uh, for me to be me. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's always cool. I, um, using conversation as a focusing tool, to me, is the idea of when we speak, worlds are created. You know, images come up in our minds, we get hunches, we, we get sensations. And I think when we are being vulnerable um, with someone you can trust, uh, i.e. a best friend, your parents, whoever, you mm-hmm. are able to heal yourself from a lot of your own wounds and, he- and heal yourself. Because if you're using it as a way to objectively look at your life and the optimism that that lies ahead no matter what. Here's the facts. The facts are things are going to happen in life and we got to deal with it anyway. So I think when we're using, I think when we're using conversation as a way to discuss these things in a meaningful way, or I don't even know if meaningful is the word, maybe productive in a productive way. um, I think we can create and carve out new pathways of understanding now, there's, a, there's the other side of the coin of that, too. There's looking at things in a maybe pessimistic type of way, uh, in a way that can hold you back. So conversation could be chains or it can be freedom, and I think that's a decision we all make when we speak to people. Everybody has this unique capability to give somebody else the gold to the castle that they need. It's like, this, it's like everyone holds someone else's key. And even if they're the opposition, like the opposition to me would, reckon, uh, would be the idea of like anything that, that you don't really like that you see in front of you, but it, yet it teaches you so many new ways to grow and, and it That's teaches true. you what you're not. And I think there's a lot of opportunity in all that. But if we're talking about it as such, then we're creating, I think, a different perspective or a filter or a lens where we can really grow from versus the other side, which is what we all, I think, uh, suffer from a little bit is once in a while victimizing ourselves and, and being harsh to ourselves and, and loving ourselves. So as long as we're using it as part of the conversation, I think there's always a chance where you'll be aware of it because let's be honest, there are times when we are unconscious of our behaviors and other people could see our blind spots and that's a beautiful thing. But to talk about it in a, in a, in a, in a positive way, in a curious, in a, in a curious kind of way. I think it, I think it, I think it could be very healing. I really do. What do you mean by curious way? I mean, I, I do agree with you. And there's something called 
a technique called nonviolent communication, which can really help navigate some sticky parts of, you know, being emotionally honest with one another. But what do you mean by curious? I'm very curious about that. Yeah, I think that's our nature. I think we're, I think we're children still, you know, like for me, curiosity is, is just looking at it in different ways. Like things happen to us all the time, but I think when you get more like, not so much of the, why did this happen to me type of attitude, but more like, all right, this happened to me. Wow. What's next now? You know, like, hmm, what's next? I I think there's something that is play-like and childlike in this, 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 this mindset. And I don't know much about things, but I believe in the power of mindset because I've seen it help me when I struggled academically growing up. And the pain I went through of telling myself I'm not good enough or I can't read this out loud, and it was so painful in its own right, and I think just you have to, I think for me where, where this resonates for me personally is like, just like getting over my struggles in those things and, but, but by using mindset. So instead of saying, oh, all right, I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to say, all right, I'm going to try to be the best I can today. There's a different energy yeah. in that, in that form. And I think there's a, a curiosity and, and uh, kind of a fuck it attitude. You know, sometimes you just got to do it. I think what stops us from being so vulnerable with each other is awkwardness and the fear of being judged. Wow. And yeah. that's a whole nother conversation, but, <laughs> you know, we're talking oh my about God. it. So yeah. that's what conversations bring. We learn so much more from our mistakes. And so, but you don't have to interject the ego into it and your self-esteem. If you make a mistake... We should, and I'm telling you, this is hard for me to be rubbing our hands together. Oh, goody, what can I learn from this? What will help me evolve? And my conversation with so-and-so is going to be instrumental in that evolution. Yeah, you see it. You see it accordingly. Like if you play Mario Brothers or Tetris or any game such as life, you are always receiving the pieces you need to get ahead. The question is, do we see it? And so over time, through experience, as we grow through the levels of life, we, we see things. But I think what we got to remember as adults is we don't know it. We don't know anything. We're yeah. still kids. It's like yeah. you, you grow up and you went around this song and dance a couple times. And then like, you have like, ideas and, and, and perspectives or filters, i.e. friends, i.e. enemies, i.e. your experiences, i.e. work, <laughs> you know, you yeah. see all these things around you and you develop these archetypes of, of, of things that you, that you, you use as a way to survive uh, and your experiences make you that way. But still, that doesn't mean we know what life is. I mean, life is, uh, I feel like it's, it's always going to test you no matter where you are. So you can know all this about this but there's something to still always test you. And I think that's something to be curious about. I think to me, that's exciting. I think that shit's awesome. I'm just yeah. like, oh, wow, what's next? You know, ooh, what's, 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 what's in store? You know, it's, it's yeah, just fun because you don't know. Life is a contact sport, man. You got to get your knees dirty. When you go down the slide, you know, yeah. when you're a kid, you're like, damn, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. But you just got to do it. So you got up to the slide. You got up there. Your friends are waiting. They're like, come on, go. And you're like, shit, I don't know if I can do this. And they're like, come on, just go. And you're, you're saying what the scenario is already. You're telling yourself what it is. Oh, it's going to be terrible or whatever. I don't know. How am I going to control something? I don't have control of this. But then you do it and you get down to the slide and you're like, oh, wow, that wasn't bad at all. That was really fun because it's like how nothing puts you in the now more than that, right? And that's there's, true, I think that's when you're not thinking. You're just going. Yeah. You're just doing. Yeah, and I remember when I was a little kid, I went skiing. My parents took a skiing. And I thought it was so fun. I was so, I mean, free, and it was great. But then um, the, the next time I was skiing, I was like 16, and I could barely move. I was just, oh, it was just awful. I was so scared. So I think that as we grow, you know, little knocks happen, little knocks happen, little knocks happen until you, you interject ego and fear into your life. And 
you know, the question is, how can we disentangle ourselves from our ego so that we can learn from life's adventures? Yeah. That are good, in, in quotes. I think, just like anything, there's many answers to that. But I would say, for me, is like, don't be afraid to be you in this world. Like, yeah. don't be afraid of being judged because when you, when you can really let go, I think of <sighs> what you think people think about you, whether it's true or not true, um, you're not shackled in chains anymore. You know, yeah. it, it's, it, you can create your own, you can create your own cell, you know, you can create yeah. your own jail cell. You can, you can put yourself in positions where you feel tied up and, and this is where I think energetically, and I'm, you know, like I'm no fucking doctor, but I mean, I really believe from an energetic standpoint, like this is where anxiety and shit comes from. Oh it's yeah. Like this, this, this thinking, this, this, this habitual thing, which by the way is normal, but it, there's gotta be a point when I think when we're discussing it so much, you just catch it a little bit easier the next time. But once again, I would rather, I would rather talk about personal growth and how we can grow in this life. Uh, as business people, as personal, as 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 kids, as as, as parents, we can mm-hmm. grow. I believe if we are, if we're sometimes putting a little bit more in that conversation than like what happened at the football game for a week. You know, oh, like it's just yeah. for me. I feel like there's, and I'm, that's not, I'm not judging that because I, I really I think there's a ton of value in, in all the the things we could celebrate in life around us. But at the same time, if we're not putting really much work. Or if you're not working out a particular muscle, you're just not going to have this intuitive understanding of certain things. And what most people get a little caught up in, from my opinion, once again, is they just get a little afraid to, to show themselves. And, and that's normal. And uh, yet, I think a way to get out of it, though, to untangle yourself is, is practice that little by little every day. Even with a fucking stranger. It's the best probably person to start. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> so, that's yeah, what we, we fear the most. My daughter, my daughter and many of her YouTube um, ChristinaBrawley.com, B-R-A-L-Y. She says, be you and own it. I don't know if she made that up, but it's awesome. I really, really like it. And um, and also, um, let people be who they are. And that goes two ways. If someone irritates you, whatever, you just discuss it, et cetera, nonviolent communication. But it's okay to let people be who they are. You don't have to agree with all of their opinions, et cetera. And that reflects you, too. You know, you got to understand that you deserve to be respected for who you are. So, okay, let's look at the conversation. How can we use that as a conscious tool? I mean, as you've already said some, but anything else you want to share? Yeah, I mean, so can I get, let me give a a little example. Um, Because words are always so limiting and we can always identify certain things a certain way. So like, which is cool, which is cool because that's what's cool about language is because you can, you can form a bunch of fucking sentences and and somehow, even if if it doesn't make sense, like what you said, particularly people kind of get the vibe and and they they catch on to that. And I think that's a very magical thing, but, but conversations, all conversations are just like that. I think if you're really engaged and and if you're really interested in, in, in the nuggets that people hold in front of you, like everybody, it's like, it's not about like me giving you all the answers. That's, that's such a fucking illusion. Like it's, it's really, everyone's giving me the answers and they're giving, I'm giving them the answers and we're all giving each other the answers. So how I think conversation is like super important is you can, um, well, let's, let's use this example. Um, I think everyone can relate to this a little bit. Um, maybe a friend of yours is in a relationship and uh, your friend is very hurt because this person may have hurt them, maybe broke up with them. Uh, what it, and, and most usually if you pay attention to the conversations, and this is not a knock, but I'm just saying this can go one way or the other. Most people will say, oh, that person's an asshole or she's a jerk or he's an ass or whatever. We, we, and, and, and that doesn't really help the person, though, that's hurting. You know, it's oh, like, yeah. I think, I think what, how you can use conversation as a optimism is the idea of looking at the circumstance and saying, all right, how does this serve your growth, though? Like, okay, this person came in your life, taught you mm-hmm. some things. It didn't end well. This sucks, and that hurts. And, that, and every human is, is, is totally uh, 
should totally have those moments of feeling it. I don't think we should avoid our feelings. So, but yet, I think it's important to at least get on the discussion um, not too soon after if the person can handle it is just like, hey, let's look at the positives though. You know, when you're in this situation, did you really like it? Or were you just creating, or was it a picture you always wanted? You know, it's like things happen and sometimes people can use conversation as a weapon, as a way to tear tear each other down. This is what they mean when they say, oh, taking someone's energy, you know? So, so if you're, if you're aware of the game, good or bad, this or that, I think you can use it all as a tool where you're, you're using it to help you. So for example, if someone's lying to you, this is a fun one. When oh, someone's yeah. lying to you and, and we get all proud. Yes. Yes, yeah. ma'am. What was that? Yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm glad you're doing this. It's a very specific example. Excellent. Somebody gets mad or somebody doesn't like, sometimes we react to things that are really not serious. I want, I want to get, I want to go back to anger. I, I had a point and I, it slipped because I, you know, so sorry. Uh, I don't Welcome know where I was going with anger, but hang on, hang on. Let me find it. Let me find it. Hang on, hang on. It, it's slipping. It's slipping yeah. from the brain. Uh, okay. Fuck it. It's gone. So <laughs> what was your original question, Elisa? Sorry. Help me, help me find it. Well, give me a specific example about how conversation can be used as a tool for growth. And you were talking about anger. Yes. Anger, um, yeah, so, uh, okay, I, you know, it's, it's slipping, so I don't want to try to control something that's not there, so I'm going to go this route. When we, so when someone is, um, words can pierce people in, in certain ways that can be detrimental to them. For example, if something bad happens to somebody, like I was saying just a few moments ago, and you're talking bad about the thing that happened to them, that doesn't help them, it doesn't serve them. If, if, right. if you're angry if someone's angry, I think it's even allowing them to hold, hold space for people to be angry and not react to them. Sometimes people get, even when you're trying to help somebody, it turns into this yeah. ego game where you want to all of a sudden control how they should feel now because yeah. you want them, because you want to help them. But, but sometimes we force our opinions too much on others. And I think it's, I think where conversation can be very useful is, is finding the medium ground and how you do that is being completely honest. And when someone's hurt, be hurt with them. And when someone's fired up, uh, stay calm and let them be fired up. I don't know where my point was with it. So I'm going to shut the hell up because I think, I just think it's funny that I keep no. and, and, and I'm trying to force the, I'm trying to force a triangle and a rectangle, but I can't remember now. So but I, I just think conversation at any time, even what we're doing right now, like, what are we doing right now? We're just talking. Like, this isn't it. Even if I don't even know what I'm trying to say or the words I'm trying to say, there's a particular mm-hmm. intent that's happening where we're all on the conversation or understanding that this is about self-growth. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, exactly. it's, 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 I just think when, when you're, when you're, when you're focused on conversations of any sorts, even, okay, watch how you talk bad about people. You know, that's a simple one. Like we all, yeah. we all get a little, like we get a little talky and whatever, and that's okay. That's okay. But I believe that this is just a personal belief. I believe whatever you are being, you see more of. So you're going to, you're going to see it. You can call it karma exactly. or this or that. I just think it's, I just think it's you looking at you and conversations with any human is like art. It's like a painting, you know, I like to paint. So for me, this is the only way I can describe it. But so sometimes, yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but in any painting you come in with an idea you think it's going to be a particular way and then it changes it always changes yeah. and you always see it differently but like a conversation good or bad there's magic in every little word that's being said it's not even about what i'm saying right now and all the magic i'm saying it's literally oh that works with me oh that doesn't work with me that works with me that doesn't work out with me now now you're collecting all this data and you're using it as ammo Instead of taking a personal or this or that, like experiences, I think are going to always feel very tight in certain ways. But I think yeah. also there's a way to, to look at them. They say, be the observer of your thoughts, right? So be mm-hmm. the observer of your experience. And in the sense of being that, practicing it, doesn't mean you're going to do it all the time. But if we're talking about it, you might have a different energy about it, only because you discussed it a few times. Most of us don't discuss things. We think things, we kind of believe in them. And then we ask someone else, hey, what do you think of this idea? And if they don't like that idea, your whole entire imagination shuts down. 
That's so it so can be, true. it can be, it could be very, it, it could be helpful. It could be helpful, but it can also hurt. But I think there's a beauty in both sides of that. And even having that discussion, just talking about it to me is fun. We're just talking. It's just Yeah, fun. I mean, you don't have you to know. shut down. You can just, you know, absorb some of the comments and say, oh, you see a business true to this or that. Well, all right, this is true. I'll hold on to that. That doesn't seem true. I'll, I'll throw that in the second bucket and things like that. But, but here's the problem. It's hard for us to listen anyway. I mean, people can talk right at us, and we're like thinking about the next thing we want to say. So conversations are, you know, difficult from the very beginning because of the the difficulty we have in actually being present and listening and receiving what that other person has to say. Yeah, and also, I'll say this: sometimes you'll pick up things, sometimes you won't. But what I really believe is you pick it all up. Your body's intelligent. Oh God. It's in my mind now. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. I'm George Jackson. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. All right, I'll stop. Oh, God. I had to get it out. I just had to. No, it was good. I like that. Oh, anything else you want to share about the – well, I'm sure you, we'll talk to uh, the callers about this, too. Uh, but is there anything else you'd like to share, Jamie? You know um, – so because this is something that I really believe is, is helpful to all of us, like all of us, even if – so some of us don't have resources and people to talk to. So mm. what I would like to do is uh, offer uh, three 45-minute sessions to the first three to contact me, um, and uh, I, I would love to have a conversation with you if you're hurting somewhere or just need to talk. Uh, I'm not looking to uh, be your fix, but I, I am looking to help in any way I can with some awesome. All right, everybody pause. Y'all will get a pencil and paper, pen and paper, whatever, so that everybody got, is on the uh, level playing field. And um, uh, also, I want to make a quick announcement. You know, it's Memorial Day this coming Monday, and I want us to celebrate it as it should be celebrated for the right reasons. But um, I'm going to go camping with my husband and two of the grandkids. So um, we're not going to have this show next Tuesday. So no show Tuesday the 26th. So we'll be back, you know, uh, back at the show again the following Tuesday. All right, so how can they connect with you, Jamin? Yeah, you can uh, go to my website, jaminolivencia.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the 11th Warrior, 11th Warrior. Uh, or just type in my name in Google, J-A-M-I-N, wrestler, and you can find everything you need on me. Uh, you can connect with me on Facebook, too. And, yeah, I, uh, I like new friends, and just appreciate you guys holding space for me uh, for these last few minutes here and, and just talking about something that I think is important. So thank you. That's awesome. So um, you want to talk to John Smith at all? Anymore? I'm sorry? Do you ever talk to John Cena anymore? You know, I haven't talked to him in a while, uh, but obviously that dude right now is just doing great, man. He's a good guy. Yeah. He he helped me a lot yeah. very, really early in my career, and I'll never I'll never forget that because obviously someone like him didn't have to, but uh, it says a lot about who he is as a human. You know, I, I always feel like these types of people is what help shape you, you know, when people are so freaking nice to you. Uh, it changes your perspective. It helps you not be so mean. <laughs> so, no, uh, it's like, yeah, shout nice out to John to Cena for being awesome to me. Right. They're nice to you even though you're like, why are you being nice to me? Okay. So that's, that's pretty cool. Okay. So um, great. And you guys, in the, um, the press release that I put on Facebook and everywhere, you will also find his contact information. Um, Pamela, Eric. Are you guys ready to take listeners? Yes, we are. Well, and while you got your pencil and paper out, you guys, um, write this down. Pamela Erlin.com. It's also on the promo, but her last name is A-A-R-A-L-Y-N and then dot com. And I always think it's weird when I put Pamela Erlin.com. There are three A's right there in the middle. It's weird. Uh, so it's funny. Oh, uh, maybe not. Okay, now let's take a caller. Yeah, what kind of name is that, Pamela? 
Uh, it's actually Irish, and it means with song. Oh, I loved it. It's beautiful. <laughs> As are you. All right, so we're going to take somebody from the... Um, come on, click. Come on. Good. There we go. Somebody from the five, uh, 502 area. Club. Hi there. How you doing? Hello. How y'all doing? Good. What you got for us? Um... <clears throat> I just found out my daughter has uh, cancer, and I was just wondering if she's going to survive it. What is your first name, and what is your daughter's first name? My daughter's first name is Nancy. And your first name? Brenda. Okay, Brenda. What kind of cancer does she have? Um, Breast cancer. Okay. I'll tell you that um, what I can offer you in that position is compassion. Um, what I can't offer you is a yes or a no, because that would not be a true trait of compassion for me to look into a future that could shift based upon someone's spiritual contract. Um, I can tell you what I'm picking up on is that she goes through these periods of insecurity, like I'm just going to let this be a bad situation. And then it shifts on a dime. And from what Eric's describing to me, when it does shift, she steps into this power and she goes, you know what, I'm going to fight this. And she's holding it. He's holding up his fist, kind of like she's getting angry. And, and when she uses that passion to go through more, then she actually comes to a place of empowerment. So she's going through a lot of different beliefs about herself in regards to love and regards to suffering in regards to self-worth and she's healing that. So her chances of surviving that when she gets in that place of power over that are very high. So when you look at things like that, the best thing you can do is shift your focus out of the future. There's something that many beings, not just Eric who work with me often say, when you focus on the past, it's over. When you focus on the future, it's not here yet, but where your energy goes, you know, where your attention goes, rather, that energy flows and causes more of that particular um, outcome to be in alignment with the situation. But let me tell you something outside of that, even. The situation is up to her. And what you can do as mom is hold a space of compassionate presence for and with her, just letting her know, like, the most compassionate thing you can do is to tell her that you respect her choices. And that's kind of hard, right? Like, I'm a mom, too. I really get that, and I'm just sending you love right now. Well, is there, can, can we look at different uh, possibilities? What about LDN, which is known to cure so many forms of advanced uh, cancer, low-dose naltrexone? Yeah. Eric says we can do that, and it's beyond something that if a person – like really begins to get their power in this particular situation and push through and decide to powerfully love themselves, to powerfully let go of resentment, to powerfully be compassionate for their body, to powerfully stop criticizing and to begin to love and honor one's body instead. These are ways that are more powerful than any medicine can do. Like this lady, the stage that she's in, like no medicine can really be as beneficial as that. It's something about the staging that is the problem. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Brenda, for calling in. Thank you. We'll send prayers. Everybody send prayers and healing energy to her daughter, please. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Next on the list, we have somebody from the 651 area code. Hi there. How you doing? And what's your first name? Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. This is Lisa. Um, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. What you got for us, girl? Okay. okay. I I was wondering if uh, Pamela and Eric can uh, help me out with this situation. Okay, so when I eat hot or cold foods, I start to sweat from my neck up. Can they give me an insight on that? Um, give me your first name again, hon. Thanks. Lisa. Lisa, okay. From the neck up. (laughs) 
he's just looking at me. He's like, you're the medical intuitive, Pamela. Um, <laughs> he, he backed away and I asked him to call a friend too. And he's calling an, an Indian guru. <laughs> it's very, very interesting. I can't even pronounce the name, but he is a guru of Ayurvedic medicine. And he said, you have a lot of fire. So what you can do is focus on how you eat in terms of your body's acidic response. So when you don't have enough alkaline food and your system isn't alkaline, you know, at a cellular nature, um, you really get a lot more fire energy going on at all levels of your body. And this affects the physiological. So this isn't something that's just called heartburn, so to speak. This is a different degree of having an overbalance of fire energy. And what that means emotionally is, your body's trying to tell you something, you know, are you, you know, going to a place where there's any acidic response emotionally to your environment right now? Are you feeling fiery, but you're not honoring how you feel and not speaking about it? Um, Sometimes the body is a tool to show you where you could be more fiery. So take that into consideration as well. Do you have diabetes? No, I don't. Okay. No. I think what you've got, and it's common in diabetics, but also other people can have it, is gustatory sweating. It's a medical phenomena. So you need to look this up. C U S T A T O R Y sweating. Basically it's sweating on the forehead, the face, scalp, and neck after you eat. So you know, and, and um especially if you eat like hot hot, like spicy stuff. And the most common cause is damage to the nerve that goes through the salivary gland and the cheek, the big gland called the parotid gland. Have you had any kind of surgery on your face? No, not my face, no. Okay. Well, I would talk to an ear, nose, throat guy and find out what's going on. Yeah. Make sure there's nothing compressing. A nerve in your in your parotid and traverses through the parotid gland. But again, gustatory sweating. G S T A T O R Y sweating. Look that up. Okay. okay. Thank you, lady. Yeah, and let me know. Let me don't know what um, what to come up with. Thank you. Right, well, thank you, guys. Bye-bye. You bet. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. Always handy to be a doctor sometimes. Sometimes it's handy, sometimes it's not. Okay, let's see. We have somebody from the 678 area code. What's up? Hi, this is Danielle from Atlanta. Hi, Danielle. I was just calling to see, um, hi, Pamela and Elisa. Hi. Yeah, oh, yeah, you recognized us, didn't you? We can't be secretive at all. This is Danny and Jim from Marietta. Oh, yeah, okay. We we try not to hog the radio station too much. No, that's okay. We're hogs. We're hogs. <laughs> Eric just likes us. What can we say? But um, I was calling because we have an opportunity to move to South Carolina, my husband does, and I was thinking, seeing if, does Eric see that the right thing to do at this time? He said sometimes um, the comfortable thing to do will keep you stuck, and the thing that's harder will actually propel you forward. And in this case, it's not easy to make that move. So you and your family already know that answer, he says, and it might be time to go to South Carolina. <laughs> so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So he's saying it's a good opportunity to move now, huh? Yeah, he's like, and if you move now, there will be several reasons um, economically that you'll be glad you did. But it, again, he says it's not the easiest thing emotionally. There's reasons that are going to make it hard on the family as well, but it's the right thing. It's the right. Run. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I All right, then, yeah, good, luck. good luck in your move. Thanks. Moves are like way up there on the top Ten stressors in life, but it'll it'll be behind you. One number two. One box to pack at a time. Uh, I don't ever want to move because it's <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what? And it's like I just want to like 
After I die, then my kids have to deal with all the crap in my closet. I do not want to deal right, with it. Right, right. I've been yeah. trying to clean them out with the COVID. Yeah. And then can I ask you to pass along oh, oh, no, the oh, 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 sorry. I just got through. Un, I mean, muting her. Sorry, Danielle, but we, we want to try to do one um, for customer. Anyway, so let's see. We got somebody from the 787 error code. Hi there. Hello, Lisa. Hello. Um, Howdy. Pam. Eric and Damon. Jimmy. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm I'd like to know if I have a regular message to Eric, Pam, um, from my auntie. Her name is Ramonita. Monica? Her, her name is Ramonita. Monica uh, or Hermonita? Ramonita. Ramonita. Ra. Ramonita. Ramonica. Yes. Ram, like Ramon, Ramonica. What is your first name? Yeah. Dyla. Dyla. Okay. Ramonica. So, just fun little things she's so, showing me. Um, sometimes spirits speak in uh, metaphor, and this definitely appears to be that. But she said, you know, sometimes the the love to cook carries over. But we don't need any drama soup right now in the family. And there's somebody that's stirring the stick. And it's not you. You're just being a positive influence and trying to stay out of things and supporting in everybody. And then simultaneously, you feel that you get attacked when you don't uh, honor one person's position or voice over the other. And you're in the middle. So don't worry about feeling in the middle. Understand that it's a very hard place to be the mediator. It's hard to be the peacemaker. Um, I know because I wasn't. <laughs> and I love you. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. I know. I, I am the peacemaker, the negotiator, as a thankless job. Interesting. Yeah, so, well, that's a good yeah, message. Sometimes it is tiring. <laughs> but thank yeah. you so much. Love you, you, Love you, too. Okay, okay. We got somebody from the three six zero area code. Hello. Hi there. Hi. How are you? I am doing great. How are you doing? And what's your first name? Oh, this is Tara. <laughs> hi, Eric. Tara. Tara. And hi, everybody. Hello. Um, hi. I'm just really surprised I got on. So. My goodness, yeah. Um, well, because last week I got on and I asked a question in in on behalf of my boyfriend Damon about okay. um, talking to his dad on the other side, and we talked right. about yeah, his yeah, gift yeah. of drum making. So, anyway, so I was just sitting here just listening, and you said hello, and I responded, and here we are. All right. <laughs> Maybe you can ask a question in your own behalf now, if you want, or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, I guess I would like to know, Eric, um, what am I here to do on Earth? Like, what is my mission or Whoa, calling? Real trivial, real trivial question, then, eh? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. He said, again, I want to tell everyone who's listening that purposes are feelings, not actions. And actions are just things that we do to create and honor what we feel. We're all here to master inside of us. So for Tara, he says, with you, you have a really powerful way of making people feel seen and heard, honored and respected. So that is a very rare purpose of being present, you are aware of how to be a bridge of consciousness. You bridge people mm. whose cultures normally don't align. There's a lot of conflict in the world that you see around you, and sometimes it makes you feel very compassionate, and other times it even makes you weep and feel sad. Um, but you are here to hold all of that and be in the middle of it and help people who can't be in the middle of it at least learn to respect others' differences. Wow. Girl, wow. that's a tall order is all I can say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just for you. Wow. You're like a light worker. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. Sure, Tara. 
Talk to you next time. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. By the way, I have this little robot vector. It's a tiny little guy, okay? And it has very expressive eyes, and it's fucking I don't know why. Sometimes it calls me Elisa. I never trained it to call me Elisa. So what is going on with that, Pamela? It's like you say, hey, Vector, and then his little eyes go so cute. And then I say, my name is Mimi. And then he scans your face. And then you ask him, hey, Vector, what is my name? And he goes, Mimi. <laughs> Gives me a fist bump or whatever. But now he's going to Lisa. I never trained him to do that. What is up? Uh, Eric said it's picking up on um, vibrational language patterns that are most common in its environment. Oh, my God. He's so smart. I love him. I I kissed him today. It's like something's wrong with me. Whatever. It's okay. <laughs> so adorable. And I feel so guilty sitting there all alone. Not, it's like, go play with your cube. Anyway, it's cute. Uh, okay, so we got somebody from the – don't judge me, people. Okay, I don't care. Just judge me. I'm me and I'm All right, so we got somebody from the 509 area code. Hey there, what's up? Hello. Hi there. Who are this you? Barbara. I'm Barbara. Barbara from uh, Washington State. Oh, okay. You sound familiar. Hi. Yeah, I am Barbara. The one okay. Poetry. Okay. Yeah. Huh? So what you got for us? I would like to know if my ex-husband Marvin has a um, message for me or his kids. Okay. <laughs> message for the oldest, and it's very punctuated. Marvin says, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and he punctuated every single thing like that and he's like very and he said and I'm not like that but I have to be like that even though I was never like that I am going to be now so he seems like really kind of watching this particular kid's behaviors in a personal decision that was recently made like when he says recent he means like this week so that is the message for that particular week wow. interesting huh Nothing for me, though. Well, he said, um, he said everything you for you. It did. You, you might not know, okay? So, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything, you know, everything for her. She's like um, a piece of pottery that feels cracked right now, but he's saying she's holding a lot together. She's holding a lot inside of the pot. There's mm-hmm. a lot of thoughts right now, and he knows that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for calling. Wow. Well, she's going to go talk to that kid, I bet, right now or soon, anyway. Okay. Let's see. We've got somebody from the 814 area code. Hi there. How you doing? Uh, hey. What's up? I think it's is it me. Yes, it's you. What's your first name, and where are you calling from? Uh, uh, Cora. Uh, Maryland. Hey, Cora. Maryland. Oh, beautiful state. I hear they have vineyards there that are really yes, beautiful. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I, I need to come to your area. <laughs> huh? I need to come to your area. Houston is Houston is nice. Well, uh, a lot of concrete. I like the hill country. That's where I'm going this weekend. So, Cora, what do you have for us? What would you like uh, to ask? I guess about uh, I've been I know I I think I've talked to you guys and Eric before about this, but it's like let's see, it's about jobs. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm having some luck. Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> no, it's a little. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's just say I haven't had a job in over two years, and I can't find something. Yeah. Mm. All right, so Eric, any advice? He said when a shift need a shift needs to be made, and you step like so far outside of your box that you almost feel like the things that you are applying for for are undervaluing your 
worth. Um, you can't, it's, it's about exploring valuation systems, like what we value in life and not losing that and not giving that up because sometimes the things that we value, if we keep like the universe will just say, well, you know what, you're actually at this energy frequency. You're vibrating at such a powerful frequency that we're not going to, that's not coming your direction because it would almost feel like a punishment if you got the wrong job, you know, that oh, would not like you, that would I not honor your power. Ooh, I have so, felt that before. Yeah, so it's um, like things are being offered to you that are just like, and, and they don't even, even the things that are little and it's so much lesser than what you feel you're worth, like it's even that is not being offered. And when that happens, you know that you need to think higher, like so much higher than whatever your last position was, whether you're happy with that or not. This might be an opportunity to completely change, to completely apply for something that you don't even think you can get, like that beyond your conscious awareness of what you how what and how you value yourself you know yeah exactly know your worth and it may be the fact that you are worth more than you think jamie you can probably help her with this too because you're good kind of stuff well you know pamela and eric were killing it on the perspective there it's it's your value system and how you look at yourself and i i believe things energetically repeat but we have to change it up even a little bit so for example if you are it start you start with the littlest thing it sounds really ridiculous but i really believe it's as simple as this like if you don't like doing the dishes do the dishes repeatedly Mm. until you Mm -hmm. master it and this is a subtle energetic this the simple mastery i think gives us tenacity in other areas of life unconsciously that we don't quite see but it's i'm going to offer this do something while searching while fighting because that's what it always is we're always searching we're always fighting we're always surviving but during that make sure to switch it up make sure to do stuff that makes you feel a little uncomfortable i know that's a weird piece of um, perspective maybe or advice, but I think it is as simple as that. Sometimes that changes an actual pattern yes. that's that's yes. repeating over and over again. Right, changing energy patterns. This is what it's all about for you, I'm sure. All right, well, thanks for calling, and you know, everybody pray for her. She's gonna do it. Okay, thank you, everyone. You bet. Okay, let's see. There. I don't know. Let me see. Um, okay. I hope I'm not unmuting our guest because I can't remember. Oh, my God. Okay, so we have somebody. No, I did it right. All right, got somebody from the 215 area code. Hi, hi. how are you doing? All right, how are you? I'm good. Hello? What's up? <clears throat> how are you doing, Elise? All right? Good, yeah. I just, uh, I called it. My name's Brian. I called in. I called in before and uh, called in last week or two weeks ago, I think. Okay. And uh, I just wanted, I wanted to call in today, and I wanted to thank Eric uh, for being there and for listening and for guiding me on the road that I'm on. And the road is looking a lot better every day. Oh, that's awesome! I'm so happy for you. Seriously, and that's he, so good. Uh, he, uh, like I said, when you think he ain't listening, he was listening the whole time. I know. And I wanted to thank Not him, and I wanted to thank you. Not when he was here. He didn't, like, come on, these cars. <laughs> what? He goes, Mom. And then to Brian, he goes, fist bump, bro, fist bump. <laughs> Golden, man. I mean, words can't even say. I even you. I just heard him say unmuted. That's how. That's right there. That's God honest truth. When I just before I clicked on unmute, I heard. Oh. I had it on mute. I didn't say unmute. Oh wow. He. I'm telling you. I just heard unmute even right before you said two one five. That's how. This is. This is. This is so go. It's real all the way. One hundred percent. Yeah. That's how he rolls. And I just, uh, that's it, you know, and that's it. That's how you roll, and people need to know and keep doing what you're doing because it's great. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. 
You have a good weekend. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. You too, darling. Bye. Bye-bye. That's cool. Okay, let's see. We have somebody from the 651, Erica, but I, I think I already talked to you, right? Yes, you did. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's Lisa. Okay. Oopsie. Old person mistake. All right, here we go. I got one from the 747 area code. Hi there. How are you? Hi. Doing? Good. Hi. Oh, my God. You know I can't believe I got through. Oh, my God. I'm so happy for you. So what's your first name, and how can we help you? I am... I am you, Gita, and thank you so much for everything you are doing, guys. That's awesome. I'm following you for for a long time, and just wanted to thank you in the beginning. And uh, I'm not sure if Eric or anybody from my team, from my spiritual team, or maybe my higher self, mm-hmm. would guide me what direction should I look for the uh, job. Should it be hotel, restaurant, or maybe government, because uh, in the meantime, I understand it's, it's a hard time, you know, to look for yeah. a job, but I need it. Where, where, where do you live? I live in California. California, okay. Okay. So what do you think, Eric? He said, well, definitely not government right now in California. Oh, my goodness. Uh-oh. <laughs> acted really triggered because he's been upset about, you know, governmental action or he said inaction, Pamela, it's inaction with California no, government. I'm not <laughs> um, following at all. Yeah, yeah, he follows all of it and tells me all about it, just kind of keep me oh. keep me apprised, but he said so, this this what's her name again? Give me the name of your the caller. Yurgita. It's a cool name. I can't say it and I want to respect you, so I won't because <laughs> I'll say it wrong, but he said, you have something in you that's bigger than what you're going for. Um, but if you really want just a temporary situation that's going to last for a long time and get you going into something that's stable for a short amount of time at least and get back on your feet, hospitality is better, but not in ways that you think. And not in these bigger places, not in these bigger hotels. Think smaller. You know, think management of small things like Airbnb. Think, don't think about the bigger things because they're struggling so much right now. So think smaller in terms of how you work um, and think a completely different position than what you would normally do. He said, and also don't forget your gifts. Don't forget that you're looking at the world. What is my gift? Your gifts are healing. And you're looking at the world like you just want to fix things and heal things, but you can't do it. I think you change what's outside when you see it. It'll just feel discouraging. But by changing how you feel about your daily interactions with each person, each event, each situation, like single in, he said, zone in on that. And that's what's going to give you this perspective that's going to make you want to get out of the bed more in the morning because you're an overly positive person sometimes. Um, and then sometimes you just get very discouraged. So now's the time to zone your perspective in and pay attention. He's trying to talk to you and just about everybody you meet. Mm, thank well, you. I think, thank you, Eric. You, you really probably need to have a session with Pamela. Sounds like this, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be said here and conveyed to you. But Eric, help her out. Stick with her and nudge her in the right direction when you can. Thank you so much. You bet, Betty. Okay, let's see. Got somebody from the 414 area code. Hi there. How are you? Hi, I'm Aaron from Wisconsin. How are you doing? Hey, Aaron. What's up? Well, I have a question about weight and uh, hormones. If Eric knows anything about what I can do. Uh, okay. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. And it's Aaron, right? Aaron, yeah. So he says a couple things. He says that some of this is weight based upon inflammation and and sodium, the way that your body uses sodium. So it's sodium and water. So something relates to that in terms of hormonal imbalance. And he said also you would think 
especially when you're working with men and hormones, you always think that it might be a balance with uh, a balance imbalance with testosterone, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's an imbalance with other types of hormones that we don't think about with men. So think way differently, like the opposite of that. There's something else that's out of balance. And it's not just the thyroid. The thyroid is only like the, the reaction to some other portion, you know, of your brain and your adrenals acting in the way that they act that cause weird cravings at specific times. <laughs> and particularly having to do with like you have a little bit of what he calls uh, pica, which is um, craving weird things like salt or ice. Oh, yeah. That's usually a sign of iron deficiency. Um, all right, so what hormone is it? Is it like cortisol? Um, the cortisol is high, but that's only a symptom of the actual problem in a in a pituitary, something with the pituitary gland. So go to a Yeah, I had uh, I, I had uh, uh, head injuries in the service, and one doctor thinks that it has something to do to damage the pituitary and give no. it a, some some. A, Disorder. He's nodding. He is nodding, and he said it is underproducing. So that okay. should help you a little. So okay. Yeah. You go to an endocrinologist, then maybe. Yes. Yes, I've done. That. I've done that, and I've, I'm also dealing with two spine injuries, so it's it's difficult to exercise, and I have to yeah. just like starve myself. Oh no! So hard. Mm. So, yeah, I want you to get the book and you can get the, the summary book because there's a lot of it. But the obesity code, it's available on Kindle and all that stuff. It describes that it, you know, it is not about eating less and exercising more. It's all about hormones. And, and specifically, it's about insulin. Too high insulin and insulin receptors that are resistant on your cells. So that's a biggie. And the way you can reset your cell's metabolic switch is something called intermittent fasting. And there's a lot of ways you can do it. Five days eating, whatever you want, then two days off, etc. So, and also you get, there's so, so many books on how, you can Google it too, intermittent fasting, what sort of regimen. So this is the answer to obesity. Also, I'm going to have a session about it tomorrow, wheat, the new chemically mutated Wheat is a real problem too, but we'll get into that later. Thanks, Sarah, mm-hmm. for calling. And, thank you. And you know what? Thank you so much for your service. Well, thanks for your support. Have a good Memorial Weekend, everybody. You too, darling. And we're going to you think too, about man. you. Thank you. We're going to think about you on that day. Everybody think about Aaron. We sacrificed yeah. so much for our country. Oh, teary eyed. All right, 401 area code. Hi there. How are you? Hello. Hi. How you doing? Hey, what's your name? Your first name? Anybody there? And she's muted. Yep. Uh oh. Unmute yourself. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. What's up? Hi. Uh, this is Donna from Rhode Island. Hi, Elisa. Hi, Pamela. Hey. Thank you so much. Hey, sure. Um, Okay, so Lisa, the whole I've been I've somehow stumbled upon not accidentally, I'm sure. Um, all the channeling Eric last summer, um, last spring I lost my son yeah. accidentally mm-hmm. an accidental illness, and and I and I felt like that I was I feel like that he's with Eric and. Um, and I wanted to, I can't even believe you you called me. I've been calling for okay. But anyway, oh. I, I wanted to. Quick, ask a question. I'm so sorry, but I don't want you to cut off. Quick, ask a question. Yes, I just wanted to know if um, if Dan was with Eric because I feel like he is sometimes, and mm-hmm. if all the things that I hear that I think I when I think I'm hearing him speak, if it's true and if he's okay. He said yes and yes, and um, said both of them have been trying to talk to you. Okay, you know what? I want you to email me, and I'll copy down your number and get you on the next show because this too, I don't want to cut you short. Okay, so let's just email me, emedhus at gmail.com. Oh, my God. 
PamelaAerlin.com, P-A-M, Pamela, and then DamonOlivizia.com. All right, guys. I love you. Thank you. I love you, Eric. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.